0: Welcome to the Spirit for Success podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker.
1: Welcome to another kick sparkly ladypreneur podcast. And with me, as always, is the terrific, the talented, the marvelous, the magical Therese Tucker.
0: Well, thank you. The riveting, the ravenous, the... Wait, no, ravenous. The ravenous. That's hungry. Ravishing. Ravishing.
1: Ravishing. Ravishing. That's I think what you were going work. for.
0: And Therese fail.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm out. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) We can give her a little bit of space because she is pre-vacation. So it is rush, rush, rush in the Tucker household trying to get packed and ready to go to Mexico. Yes. So it's been interesting. I've been hearing stories. It's good.
0: (laughs) Yes. It's the new, it's my new um, mommy weapon right now. It's like, do you not want to go to Mexico? (laughs) Oh, okay. I'll do it. Do you, like last night was like, Tristan wouldn't need his dinner. So I'm like, do you not want to go to Mexico? And he's like, mm. and he sat down and finished his
1: <laughs> What are you going to use next when you get back? I don't know. Should I send you back Asa. to Mexico? Ace yeah. is <laughs> coming. The Easter bunny. The Easter bunnies. The there next you one. go. See, I, think <laughs> they next pre- I know that they commercialized a lot of this so that people would buy Easter eggs and stuff, but it really does work for incentive when it comes to it. It does. Incentive. I like that.
0: <laughs> it's not a threat, it's an incentive. It's not a threat top
1: robbery, it's incentive.
0: That's right. Awesome. Well, let's, uh, let's start talking about our topic. I love the post that you did earlier on Facebook. Um, so, why don't you? Review that post now. Like, tell people what you said because I, I really like the way you phrased it.
1: Okay, I don't remember how I phrased it. Here we go. I said, we all know <laughs> <that> in <laughs> order to succeed, you need to have strategies. But do you know what boosts the potency and power of your strategies? Do you know how to make them even more effective? Well, today we're going to be talking about how to do less effort, more payoff. Yeah, eloquently, elegantly, even. What the words yes.
0: Very, very elegant. 100%. I loved it. I shared it. I didn't, it was like, you can't improve on that. Click share. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why, why make the effort twice? So yeah, we, I mean, this is something that we have been doing in our business. And it was interesting as we kind of reviewed the way that we started this business, the way that we were guided to build this business and what we're being guided to do now and the difference that it's making. And yes. the biggest thing around that was I think initially we weren't really using strategy because I had come from a background where I had used a lot of logic mind. This is the strategy, do the thing. And it wasn't working for me. I was getting overwhelmed. I was overworking, trying to do it all right and follow somebody Mm -hmm. else's system. And then when we started this business, Therese, tell us what our team has been, I was going to say forcing us to do. There's no forcing. (laughs) guiding Guiding us to do for the first part of our business.
0: Well, really, they the way it's been introduced, our, our whole business model, was sort of th- through the back door, if you will, because um, neither Rach nor I had a long-term five-year plan stretched out in front of us on how we were going to do this. This sort of happened organically or clandestinely, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the reason why for Rach, it was because as soon as Rach... Knows that she's going to be doing something, she already starts strategizing. That's her first go-to step. Um, so they needed her to be kind of taken by surprise. And for me, when I know something big is coming, I freak out and go, "I
1: don't know what to do," and
0: I go into this whole denial of <laughs> being able to help myself. Kind of uh...
1: many times we have proven <laughs> that she does. Yes, yes.
0: Yeah, so, so the way that it all came about was very organically, very naturally, and it started with play. They started. Out by um, encouraging us to play, and it really was. We thought um, this was just going to be sessions between her and I, where we were exchanging our skills and information, but also kind of developing together. Until we realized, holy crap, we got something. This we should share. This was like the first impulse that we have, and so um, the way that our business was built was through intuition first, which is what we ended up predominantly teaching was how to trust yourself and the process. So Rach, wanna talk about that? What that was, has been like? And-
1: Challenging for me, let me tell you. Um, you know, <laughs> Therese was already natural, and I think this is why they paired us together, um, is because Therese was actually helping me in many ways to develop my intuition, to trust myself, to trust my intuition,
0: mm-hmm. to
1: connect even more on that level so that I could hear the guidance more clearly. And that's been a journey over this last few years is is doing that and not going straight for the strategy that my mind knows that everybody else is putting into place and that they're working and that's successful. So, you know, clearly I must do that rather than what am I intuitively guided towards in terms of strategy or ways of putting our business out there. And it had, so I basically got stopped from doing the strategy and pushed (laughs) lovingly. Into really developing the intuitive and the energy side of the business first. So that's what we've been doing. And then, and then, and
0: then, and then 2018 <laughs> rolls in, and uh, you know, Saturn goes into Capricorn, and suddenly we realize that there's, um, we are now really sinking into the strategy side of our own business. But in a and different way. But what's come about because of that is we realize that there's a real left brain, right brain thing happening here. And it goes back to what we teach about holistic intelligence. And um, it's interesting because, you know, we're, we're really pushed as a society. It's really pushed on us about achievement and success and strategy. Logic is always at the forefront. It has to be logical. It ha- everything's got a step. Right, follow, and you do this. Follow,
1: yeah, follow what the successful people are doing because whatever they're doing is absolutely working. Well, it doesn't always work for you, that I can guarantee.
0: And not only that, but without um, developing the heart, soul, and the trust and the yes. faith, the strategy <laughs> can fall short. Yes, because there is a lot of gaps between some steps in strategy. There, 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 You know, there's a few steps where it's like one, two, three, four, seven. Right, you get to step seven, and then there's like a weird. Open chasm <laughs> that you have to somehow well, magically obvious. jump across, right? Yeah, <laughs> this this next level, and it's where a lot of people end up plateauing. A lot of people drop out um, after just strategy-driven performance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that we see this all the time. It's uh, for a lot of people, it's that spot where you know they think it's make or break it time. Like if it doesn't work at step seven, then you failed, and that's not the case. Mm. And so the, the beauty of the way our business has developed is that it was driven by intuition, but more importantly, self trust, mm. like really getting to, into the heart, right? Into the center of you and as we're as we're building this business, we're also learning what we're capable of and challenging our beliefs around it. Which is how mm. beautiful things like Source for Shift came out of this. At School for Spirit came out of this. Um, from this point of view of really looking into the heart and and really being brave about what do I want? what, you know, what do I really want? Um, and starting from there and watching things manifest based solely on that. Right on what do I want?
1: And this is what we've noticed too is that you know, there's a lot of people teaching manifesting and mindset and that's fantastic. And there's yeah. a lot of people who are teaching strategy and that's fantastic. Yes. Not a lot of people who are teaching how to do the two together in the order that makes them most potent. And the order is da 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 da, da energy. Energy first. Energy mindset manifesting first. And then the strategy. So think of the strategy as the tool. Yes. As a remote handy. Let's use that. It's Yes. It's the tool. It's the tool. So, the, the power of the tool is determined by the person using it. So, if your strategy is not working, it's not necessarily that the strategy isn't working, although sometimes the strategy isn't aligned. I want to put that caveat into mm-hmm. it. Because the person who is the power behind it is blocked by mindset, so limiting beliefs, emotional crap, um, and isn't using energy and manifesting and working with the universe at that level this is the 5d stuff this is where the rubber meets the road it is getting everything in energy first then using the strategy and the two together is not one plus one it's like cubed and multiplied and exponential and the words mathematical words that go in there
0: absolutely i was making this point last night on a facebook live about using a pendulum you know a lot of people endow the pendulum with the power The pendulum is a thing. It can be made out of anything too. And anything will work as a pendulum because the pendulum itself isn't the power. You are the power. The pendulum becomes an extension of you. And that's what strategy is. Your strategy is an implementable tool. Like Rach said, that then becomes that extension of your own energy. It's so beautiful when it works together this way. Mm Um, and, and you know, what's interesting about it is that, um, just how watching us evolve through this process, because in the beginning it was very much, it was heavily driven by intuition and energy and understanding how our intelligence centers work together. (laughs) And it was, it feels like, uh, to me, I don't know about you, Rach, but it feels like to me, like we sort of graduated that we get to now, <laughs> now we get to do it the next. <laughs> <laughs> now we get yeah, to we... implement with tools. Yes. Yeah. It
1: does feel like that. Like, you know, I definitely know that I needed that and I've been asking for years. I want to really get this intuitive piece because I knew instinctively that once I got that, then doing this whole business thing, it changes the fucking game. It changes yes. the game. And this is, and I've made space this year for planning, for getting organized And I'm finding in doing like every day, I am now meditating in the morning and I'm journaling and I'm giving myself some contemplation time. And I even messaged Teresa this morning going, I just fucking got the strategy for this next part of our business. It's like, what? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm doing the work in energy. I'm allowing my intuition to lead me to the best strategies for my business, for our business, for our projects. That is going to unfold and it feels easy. I'm working on one right now and it's every time I hit a a block, I go, okay, what's that about? Go into energy, clear it, Mm. come back to it and it flows. So it's going to energy first, not the strategy.
0: Yes, yes. And it's so much, um, you know what the beauty of it is? When you work on the energetic, intuitive, emotional side of it first, you don't... um, You don't necessarily deal with the insecurities that you would by just dealing with strategy first, Mm. right? I mean, strategy is based in logic and it has logic no matter how brilliant it is. It's kind of cold and hard. It doesn't give you a lot of emotional support. So when you implement it and it doesn't happen the way you think it should or the guaranteed result behind it, Mm -hmm. it affects you on a, your ego gets bruised, number one, but emotionally you start to become very insecure. Mm. you know, because you're watching people implement the same thing. It's getting better results.
1: I see it all the time, which is a part of the reason why source for shift became the major tool set that we use for mindset shifting work because people were watching other people who were succeeding using the same system.
0: it's like, Mm -hmm. well, it's not
1: working for me. I must be the problem. And in some case, in it's not that I am the problem. It's that the mindset and whatnot has to shift in order for the tool or the strategy to really be its most potent power.
0: And the high, the interesting thing is that the mindset is highly individualized because it's based on our experiences. It's based on everything that's been given to us in the beginning and was built upon, and then the experiences that we have that either confirmed you know, those beliefs. Usually there's some beliefs that end up getting confirmed by um, negative experiences, which we actually sort of – in a way attracted to us because mm-hmm. we were already in the mindset for that to ex- experience, mm-hmm. experience, to happen exactly so when you're working on mindset it's very different because it's highly individualized whereas when you're using a, a strategy that is sort of a that's a tool that can be used by you know multiple people
1: and get a similar result or different each time think about it like yeah. a, an artist Like there are some people who they could pick up a paintbrush. Like if I picked up a paintbrush and tried to paint versus you picking up a paintbrush and trying to paint, it would be a very different end article. Yours would be way more pretty. But I don't have the same skill set. I don't have the same neurological connections that produce the level of art that Therese does. And that's the same in no matter what you do. The paintbrush is the tool. The strategy is the tool. And it comes back to how clear and how I was going to say deprogrammed from all the crap is really what it is because our natural state is abundant. It is wealthy. It is, is trusting. It is confident. That's our natural state. And all the crap that's getting in the way is like all the blockages in the neurons that fire to create the same piece of art that somebody else creates. So clear that shit up and then your tool becomes way more artistic.
0: That's right. And I mean, it's interesting you bring that up because you know, there's, in art, you can see it more sometimes than in business or in your other personal ventures. You can see technical proficiency and you can see real heart and soul. That's and cool. yeah. this approach, you know, when, when you're approaching it with the, I don't want to say non-dominant because now for us it's dominant, the energetic approach. But when you're approaching it with the energetic approach and developing that, that's your signature. That's your energetic signature that's really getting developed and being at the forefront, which gives it your flavor. You know, we talk about that a lot in the success circle, your flavor of energy. Because honestly, we're saying similar things that other people are saying, but they're not saying it like us because it's not, because this is our flavor, right? So exactly. When you develop the energetic side first you really get a strong signature you get more comfortable with your signature you that which means you get comfortable more comfortable with your authenticity because technically anyone can paint like monet you can learn how to do that technically technically they have paint by numbers where if you put the exact amount of paint in those spots you'll look like a monet right but it doesn't it you can feel (laughs) but i mean that's fine but you can feel that it lacks the emotional um energy that the original had and
1: that's that's a lot of what we talk about in terms of the four intelligences so when you're coming from your mind intelligence only it is missing the heart and soul a heart and soul intelligence is the seat of our intuition it is the part of us that knows What is aligned with us, aligned for us, and what isn't. So, one of the things I do a lot with my when I'm doing business sort of mentoring with people, there are a thousand different strategies out there. There is podcasting, there's YouTube, there's Facebook, there's you know thousands of strategies to do marketing. So many, so many. It's overwhelming, particularly for people who are new and like, oh, I've got to get my business out there, and this person says I should do this, and that person says I should do that, and they try to do them all doesn't work so the big the thing I get them to do is to just let go of all the shoulds and come back to the heart and soul and go what feels good what feels easiest so for us podcasting was natural because we can get on here together we can do the video we can do the audio and personally for me it works better for me easier when I have somebody to bounce off whereas doing this (laughs) for myself on my own Mm, that's not natural for me. So I had to find a way to create something that was natural for me, that felt good, that felt easy, that was a good way to market the business. This is the one, not the only one that we've chosen. So I get people to tune in, heart and soul, what feels good, what feels easy, and then pick those strategies to start with.
0: And, and you know, it's really gotten a little bit more challenging to be an entrepreneur right now because we're in like the entrepreneur fest it's like the time of it's like the everybody dawn an entrepreneur. of the entrepreneur and it's great i think that i think it's fantastic i love watching the fact that so many people are forging their own path and there's no lack i mm. mean really there isn't it just keeps expanding it's like you think that there's you know that all the seats are taken yeah. no there's so many seats open. There really mm. is. So it's an amazing uh, time period. However, we're really getting inundated and saturated with do it this way, do it that way. Do it this way, do it that way. You need to be content marketing. Content marketing is dead. No more content marketing, right? Just do this. And just do, Direct just do these. You right, exactly. Gotta, exactly. Ready, just, your copy. You got to get on this platform. Now that one. Now you're missing it. Now you're not doing video. Oh, just, it's like, shut up. You got to... The crap. like you just do, to- you got to go back into uh, w- where we started, which is playtime. Mm. Whenever it starts, you know, whenever it gets a little bit hard, Rach and I need always like check in, and we're like, "Is this fun still?" <laughs> well, yeah, I enjoy it, but it stopped being fun for some reason. Why did it stop being fun? What do got we got too to serious, right? Yeah. You know, got Find too session with the team. <laughs> Exactly too much. uh, Yeah. And it usually has to do with um, too much attachment, which is such a, you know, it's something that we're going to get into uh, further Mm -hmm. in our success circle membership, because um, this one attachment can be a real mofo when it comes to creating what you want, Mm -hmm. Um, because it can actually lead you away from your greatest potential. When Definitely. you get attached to outcomes. And you know, actually a great I was thinking about this after we had our chat earlier, and I remember listening to Marianne Williamson talking and there was a the example was there was this actor who really wanted a part on Hill Street Blues, which shows you how old that conversation was. That's what eighties what, that or something? Girl. Hill Street I don't even no, he wanted a part on Hill Street Blue as a reoccurring part. And, and he was focusing all of his manifesting energy on that, like like saying it like a mantra. And she said, you know, <laughs> there's a possibility that the reason why you haven't gotten that part is because you are energetically aligned to something bigger. Like you were supposed to have a lead instead of a walk on part. You were supposed to have a lead in a different show. And the reason why it wasn't lining up was to keep you open. But he's mm-hmm. like, Can you imagine if you got that contract that you've been vying for so hard, only to find out that your agent got you a lead role in a major show, and you ended up getting locked into a contract for this, mm-hmm. like, a little part on Hill Street Blues? <laughs> I remember the word Fushdunkene because I was like, I love that word now. <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to say that. <laughs> But but you see what I mean is that's where the attachment was. He really thought that That the, that was it. He wasn't thinking big enough is kind of the message she came back with.
1: Yeah. It's letting go of the vehicle, which is the how, how am I going to get there? Or what is it the, the thing and come back to what is it that I really want? So if he'd asked the question, it probably would have been to be famous or to be, Um, you know in demand well yeah well known all of those things so if he'd been focused on that as the outcome the feeling of that then that would have opened up things so much wider for all the potential ideas and opportunities to come in and that's something we find ourselves doing all the time we get caught up on it has to be this thing and it has to look like this so we're constantly saying to our clients well what if you just come back to this piece what happens there it's
0: what exactly and this is where when you're doing the energy work you know exactly how to get into your why and you would know exactly what's driving you mm-hmm. you know cuz the again the tools they're there to help you but they're not driving you they're just a way to do it mm. right yeah. the podcast is just a way to do your why or the you know the coaching or the whatever strategy or tool you want to pick up is simply That's what it is. It's not the painting. It's not the masterpiece. It's the tool that helped you build the masterpiece. Mm. (laughs) I can't see that comment. What does that say? I think Tim is commenting.
1: Timmy says, have learned to be open to whatever works, try different things, but then pick up what works for me. Everyone's different. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So,
0: and it's been, we've got people listening. It's been a little quiet over here, but while we're kind of wrapping this up, um, I wanted to open the floor for questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rach, what do you want people to know? What do you want them to walk away with on this one?
1: Um, I think if, this, if you, you're getting caught in strategy and you find you're too much in your head, which is a typical thing we see with our A-type personalities, um then we invite you to really step back into the energy work because that's going to make the biggest difference in your business. I cannot describe how much easier things are flowing right now and the results are all coming. I'm seeing them left, right and centre. So, yeah, step back into energy. Step back into meditating. And there's a way to meditate that can specifically bring through information which I will share in our Success Circle membership at some point very soon. Um, in contemplation, absolutely how Teach them how to do that,
0: <laughs> teaching you how to do that. And, um, well, I think we, yeah, we, well, if you want to join the success circle or you want to know more about that, how can they, what's the best way to do that? What would um, you I'm say?
1: Rebuilding the whole sales Just... page today. Give me a minute. <laughs> Feel free. <laughs> no, go, go quickly. Go look at it right now. Um, yeah, you know, the old information's up there, but uh, look, you can reach out to us, um, PM us or go through the, the Spirit for Success page to contact us and we can give you the lowdown of what that looks like and, and even talk to you to find it if it is the right thing for you. But we, the Success Circle membership is really the place to learn and master the energy side and the mindset side of this whole equation because you can learn strategy from anyone really yes it's not the strategy that's going to make the biggest difference low strategy is important it's the two together so that's where we sit the mindset and the manifesting working with the energy in the business that's the that's the secret sauce that's the magic mojo
0: yes Absolutely. You know, I don't know if we've ever broken it down for people. Let's do that in this episode really quick is how our business looks. Cause I don't know if we've ever like shown people all three streams and how they look. No, So really. let's hmm. talk about that really quick. Uh, source for shift. Okay. Let's describe that to people if they didn't know.
1: So source for shift is the tools. I teach you the tools to be able to completely clear your mindset and power program in the positive stuff. So where people know my mindset's the issue, my mindset's the issue, fear, doubt, all of that is is connected to and part of the mindset. Um, so Source for Shift is your tools to be able to completely shift that for yourself ongoing because every time you grow, you hit another level of stuff. So it means that by having these tools in your little toolkit that you will be able to, every time you hit a ceiling, a block, an obstacle, a challenge, you'll be able to clear that crap and move forward faster and much more powerfully. As well as, because we know manifesting is very dependent on your mindset, but your feeling set, the way you (laughs) feel about things. um, Source for shift is how you clear it. That's how you raise your vibration. That is how you get into alignment with, Peace, love, abundance, and joy and all the good stuff. Yeah. It's
0: absolutely
1: it's a tool. It's a tool.
0: (laughs) So then there on the other end is school for spirit. And this is for people who really want to who feel their intuition. They're awakened to that sense of there's something more here, but they want to go into activation. So so this is for someone who is ready to fully tap in to their intuitive skill set and get all the way in there. And now I built it in a way where you can approach the fundamentals of school for spirit by via module. So some people want to approach it, approach it, you know, with the psychic senses. Some people want to approach it through a tool like a divination tool, like a pendulum or tarot card. Some people want to approach it more from the energetic side of it. Talking about like, Dreams, astral projection, things like that. So we broke it down into modules, so that you can find your way in. <laughs> Not everybody's comfortable just coming straight in and be like, "I think I'm intuitive. Let's do this." They, you know, we're all attracted to to different aspects of intuition. Um, so the way it was built was that you could get in, learn that self trust, really get to feel your intuitive spidey powers, uh, and do it through a a method that you find enjoyable and fascinating. And so that's how School for Spirit works. Then we've got in the middle
1: In the middle we have the Success Circle membership, which is it's a bit of it's a little bit of Source for Shift in that we do a lot of mindset work in there and we help people to reframe things and see things differently. And then you've got the intuitive side because we get people to intuitively make decisions around their business and it's focused a lot on mastering manifesting. So the master classes tend to be focused on mastering manifesting and we've like, like each month you get a masterclass. So it kind of layers in, layers in, layers in and goes deeper and deeper. Every time we do a class and we've started doing them live channeled masterclasses and we do them with our team, uh, they're getting more and more potent and more and more clarity and tools to be able to go, oh, okay, I get that. Go to the next level. Oh, I kept that. Go to the next level. So it's an amazing space because you've got them both, Therese and I. I tend to run Source for Shift and Therese tends to run School for Spirit. But in the middle, in the Success Circle membership, you've got access to both of us. So on our live Q&A masterminds, you've got access to me for the master coaching, for the mindset stuff and even some business energy work. And then Therese, you get the, the psychic insights to also read your energy around where you're stuck, where your business is stuck. And between the two of us, we give you our best suggestions, advice, insights that allow you to get what you need to get and move on much, much faster. With a tribe of amazing people.
0: Oh yeah. yes. That's the best part, is really watching I, I that's I think that's my favorite part i'm really addicted to watching the people get it <laughs> like their their aha moments are so beautiful we've got a lot of people blossoming in that group and it would be i would so love to hear from one of them i don't see anybody on here oh, well no i do hi hi <laughs> agnes and troop d yay. Uh,
1: and I, yay, we've got a question hi. from anna which is relation to what we've been talking about today. Yes. He was one of our awesome members. One of yeah. our stars. How do you find the balance when you've created a strategy from your intuition, but it hasn't really turned out as planned?
0: You know that, so the first thing that comes up, so, Anne, I was thinking about your other questions earlier too, and you have to check in with yourself and see if you have a time attachment. Speaking of attachments, time attachment is one of those things that we're also attaching something, right? So it might not be a specific outcome, but a specific point in time where I expected this to fully come to fruition in, I don't know, a month, Mm -hmm. three weeks, six months, I expected. Uh, That's a time attachment. And usually you have to go into the feelings underneath that as well. So it sounds like there's some doubt and fear. In your energetic field, because you don't believe it's working. What if it is working? What if it's working perfectly?
1: And and what if it's just the first step? Because our intuition, like the things that we get intuitively, we have this—it's like our expectation that we set with that. It's like, oh, it came through intuitively. Therefore, it's going to be the be all and end all. It's going to be the thing that makes all the difference. And. It makes a difference, but it won't necessarily be the whole recipe. You'll be given a piece and it'll be when you look back in 12 months time, you go, oh, I see why I had to do that. Because in doing that, I learned this. And once I learned that, then it led me to there." So let going of the expectation of whatever comes through intuitively is the be all and be all answer, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, I see that she just... Yeah. Uh...
1: What did she respond with? She said, I I appreciate that it's working, but the quarterly half yearly goals and one thing leads to another.
0: There's usually small tweaks that we don't see we can make. This is something I'm learning over in Etsy land. (laughs) I've learned it, (laughs) learning some serious strategy um, after getting the inspiration, right? So the inspiration again comes from the energetic side. The why am I doing it comes over there. However, you think you... You know, the, this is where we need to start asking those smart questions. What am I not doing? What am I missing? Mm. What other piece am I not seeing here? And that's where intuition, again, will li- lead you and guide you and highlight, right? So a lot of times, like Rach said, we, we are getting bits and pieces Um, and, and I, I am so guilty of getting a bit in peace and being like, this is it. (laughs) I figured it out. Like, I know, I know at the beginning of our business together, as it was all pouring through, I'm like, this is it. This is amazing. What strategy? You don't need strategy. You just need to be divinely guided. Uh, and it does work to a degree. I mean, here we are almost three years later still doing it. So it does work, but there is more, to be seen, right? There's subtle stuff. Um, there's subtle points that, that we're not always catching. And I'm learning that for example, in my Etsy shop, and here's just one small example I can give you. Um, and it, this might not necessarily be your issue, but I can just show you what it might look like to be missing something. Uh, so with Etsy, a lot of things, a lot of messages are automated for you as a, store owner. Someone purchases, they get a message saying, thank you for buying. Uh, when you hit ship, they get an automated message saying it shipped. When it's delivered, they get an automated message saying it's delivered. For a lot of newbie store owners, you think, great, I don't have to do anything. It's all automated and they're getting it. However, um, taking the extra step to reach out and create a personal connection with each client along each step of the way, just puts you on another level, which I've learned myself is just creating, like reminding people that this is not a robot you bought from. It's not a a manufactured, you know, plant that you bought this from. It's a person and creating a very personal experience um, between, you know, the customer and the, the store owner puts you in a whole new level. And I didn't realize I was missing that for years. I was missing that because I didn't want you know, I thought it was being done. They they didn't need to hear from me. It was they have it right. Well, it wasn't just that it was easy. I I actually thought I might be really creepy actually to be like, and did you get it? And like, do you like it? And like, how is it working for you? Uh, I thought that might be a little bit stalkery, and it can be if you do it wrong. <laughs> right is the distinction. You're calling me, <laughs> right? So, but. Um, you know, with some guidance from someone who has gone through the experience before and knowing how to say things in mm. a way uh, you know when you're making it about them, it changes the whole thing, and the whole um, experience elevates and and it just changes the the very level of service that I'm giving now that wasn't something I realized I could do I didn't see that there was an opportunity there, and that was just because I didn't know so the, the more I ask, what, what am I missing or what am I not seeing? Show me what I'm not seeing. That's such a great question to ask because remember, your divine guidance system is you. And yes, you have a team in spirit helping, but there is the law of you know, free will. You're allowed to struggle. That's, that's your divine right is to struggle and so when we're not asking for help i mean yes ask other people absolutely because somebody who's gone before you could tell you those things um but also when asking your higher guidance system realize they're not just going to drop in the whole answer if you're not asking for it to be fully dropped in mm. have you tried that have you re- like is there any part of us kind of caught on and go wait a minute <laughs> Are you spoon feeding me? Can we step this up? Like, what more <laughs> do I need to see? And usually, the information we end up getting, right, is that pretty soon we'll start getting lots of examples of people who are doing it well. Which, if mm. we're not paying attention, that can affect our ego and go, maybe I shouldn't do this if they're doing it so well. Mm. But if you're connected to your energy and your own energetic, right, your source, your signature, your authenticity, you realize, wait a second. That's a breadcrumb trail to mm-hmm. follow right there.
1: I'm going to implement that. Exactly. Let us know if that's been helpful for you, Anna.
0: <laughs> yes. There, I see all these little comments, but I'm missing the questions. Is there anybody else? Anna, what, what's this thing we're on? <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> the Zoom questions. Zoom I'm not questions. I can see that.
1: It's all good. We're good here.
0: I'm just taking a look now. Technology detox. Who was talking about that?
1: That was Tim. He's, doing a te- he's been doing a t- technology detox, except for right now. <laughs> we just <laughs> helped, him, helped him reconnect again with spirit, his inner and higher self, which is fantastic. Yes, that's exactly what I found. Like, I've finally, finally gotten back to doing meditation pretty much every morning. I've lost it while, you know, Jax has been quite young. Most days I get to do it unless he wakes up early. So the days that I do, I notice a very different day uh, and the way that unfolds, the ideas that come to me, the solutions that show up when I'm struggling. I go to energy first now. It's my go-to rather than my head.
0: Yeah. So let's talk really quick because we have a few more minutes and no questions yet. Um, so to be totally honest, there are days where I wake up and I'm like, can't do it today. <laughs> and it's not you know the weird thing is there's resistance right there's a resistance of some sort either you woke up sort of in a mood <laughs> and that does happen like just re- you know recently especially I feel like especially if you've been working hard in your sleep and I know a lot of people have you wake up exhausted right so like the last thing I want to do is actually anchor in and uh, solidify my energy. And I will be honest with everyone watching. I do this. I do get up. I meditate. I do yoga. I do all the good stuff. I like oil pull, right? And, like drink the apple cider vinegar sh- shot and all that. And I do, I do these things. But then I go through periods where I'm like, can't get there. Yeah. It's like, can't get there today. <laughs>
1: maybe can't be fucked. Can't be fucked. <laughs>
0: Nope, not. I am not going to align. So, but I do see, and I'm, I don't know if I'm. I go through these cycles just so I can observe how different it is. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's part of it. Especially when you're called to teach,
1: you get a lot of examples to pull from. You get the lessons. First. You do get the lessons. If you want to teach us stuff in here? Check this out. Oh God!
0: So down. you will feel the difference when you've done it for a while and then you can't be fucked to do it and, and then you try to get back into it. Um, so my question is for Rach, cause I think I have a, a way back in, but does that happen to you? Honestly? Honestly, Yes.
1: Yes, okay. it does. And it's usually after a night that I haven't slept well or for whatever reason, woken up mm-hmm. and just gone, no, I'll go back. to sleep. <laughs> I roll over and go back to sleep if I can. Um, and then I, then I kind of roll into the day and I'm like, "Oh crap, I need to feed the baby, oh crap I need to do work I need to and then I'm constantly on the back foot all day um, yes, so those it's like days you're behind. Are, yeah we it's noticeable and, and Anna's just had this yesterday yeah thought yesterday thought about this yesterday, I wonder why we crave food that we know doesn't agree with us and we eat it anyway so that's the same kind of day it's one and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it usually happens on the same day where I can't be fucked doing my meditation and all the good things, and then it's like, oh God, just give me hot chips give me." hot fries, um, or give me chocolate or I can't be fucked staying on my diet. I just want to eat all the carbs or whatever it is. Um, but it is that there's a part of us that's kind of in rebellion. It's like, I don't want to do that
0: today. I I just heard what it is. You want to hear what I got? Okay. So just like if you were just like, if we were going through rehab to get off some hard drugs, right and you're meditating, you're cleaning, right? You're detoxing all these great things that we're doing. Yummy, energetic detox. Guess what happens though? Feels good at first, feels good to move the crap out. But at some point you get some, it's that toxic stuff. Like, right. And it's usually, interestingly enough, it's the point where anybody would crack, right? Mm -hmm. It's at the, and it's funny thing is like, you could probably just be free of it, but it's, Still, I don't know. The, the the image they're showing me is like all this scummy film at the top of a bubble, mm-hmm. like and that bubble's just about to pop. And if you could hold, if you could just be in the place of extreme discomfort and keep detoxing, you would clear it. Mm. But most of us can't really handle that extreme discomfort. That makes sense. And and when our like our bodies do this too. For example. You try to detox sugar. If you're someone who <laughs> loves sugar and you try to detox sugar, what's happening is the, the body is without the sugar running efficiently and smoothly and, and happily, then you get the sugar overload and the body has to make a choice in the first like I don't know twenty-four hours or less, the body has to go, uh, we need to either tell the system that this has to leave because it's effing up my system, or we have to now accept and incorporate this and make this the new normal. So it goes mm-hmm. off balance, and it has to choose between rebalancing or maintaining being off balance as the new balance. Um, and when we detox from it, we're really writing <laughs> we're writing the balance again. But the body is now believing that this new angle is balance, so it's fighting to keep that because just like in that 24-hour period where it had to fight or accept. It's now having to do it again. Fight it or accept. Next level,
1: next level. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anna said she tends to be on a two-week cycle. And need one carb meal a fortnight. Really, if you only need one carb meal a fortnight, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's right. The other thing too is it maybe that's the perfect balance for your body. That's the other thing. And that that's and
0: that's something else. You know, going into the food side of it, I just found out. I took a bunch of tests. I've been taking all these like you know tests to figure out what my body wants. I'm the kind of person that needs. 30, 30, 33% of everything. I need fat, mm. protein, and carbs, equal amounts. Interesting. Or I go off kilter. My body will do all sorts of weird things because it needs the perfect ratio. I forget what I'm called. It's like dual metabolic or something like that. Mm. But you know, it's so interesting how highly tuned we are. But the the thing about the Beautiful behavior that's uplifting and feels good is you're actually going back into pure balance, and yet you're at a decision point in energy because it's so used to, you know, especially if you've maintained an imbalance for so long. Where another, way to, down. Another, yeah.
1: another way to put it, we we set a new default when we stay in an alt we're in a pattern for a long period of time. It becomes the default.
0: Right. Sorry. Exactly.
1: That's the, de- say that's the default of bad eating, good eating, good eating, don't hear bad eating. So as we start to do the detox, it takes effort Yes. to bring it back into balance. And it gets a point sometimes, exactly what Teresa is talking about, where it's too much effort to keep it going. It's because uncomfortable. It, it's not like, even, even has not. Yeah, it has not moved to the new default. It hasn't moved to the new default. So, once, but once it moves to the new default, then you find you might have a couple of days where you eat bad, but then your body goes, I don't want to do that anymore. Come back to the default of clean eating and and whatnot. So, it's yeah, changing the default takes work, it takes energy, it takes persistence and self discipline, and it fucking sucks sometimes. (laughs) But the longer you, it's like that whole thing, they say 21 days to create a new habit. Some people it's four weeks, some people it's two. I think it's not necessarily always 21 um yeah but it's just at that it's almost like the last stop if you just keep going for that one or two more days just that next three days or find a way to move through it then you're creating and and solidifying the new default but you've got to get past that point
0: and and that point of discomfort you know it's interesting because it kind of gets us all we can't escape it being uncomfortable and and uh, i think you have to build up your tolerance for being uncomfortable you have to like build up your threshold of discomfort
1: that's good to me now I want to have a copy your, your,
0: your computer is spazzing oh. <laughs> I didn't hear your response but I'm assuming you agree uh-huh. <laughs> your face is frozen like <laughs> I agree I agree I agree, <laughs> <You don't> agree. <laughs> I was like, I think my point is coming across, but I'm not sure. Awkward. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, so what I'm saying is building up the tolerance for being uncomfortable because I, I, I feel like I'm broken. I, when it comes to waking up in the morning, already feeling like Oscar the grouch, um, What I've learned to do, right, is that I have to let that shit go. I am not a perfect person, and there are some days where I wake up and it's like, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> like I just, fuck this I'm shit like, I'm it. not. Wait, yeah, fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> I, I'm not doing it today. So rather than, and my old pattern was to beat myself up for that. You know, I know better. I know how good this is going to feel. It's going to be amazing. You have all the tools. Look at you not using them. You know, which is not. Being in a place of self-love or compassion—that is a place of just being a hard ass. So, what I've learned is that I have to let it go. Let let it go, mm-hmm. and um, I tune in periodically throughout the day. Can I do it now? And, I, and if I get it, no, I'm not doing it. Then I don't. But at some point in the day, usually by the end of the day, especially because I've seen how crappy the day has gone with that waking up in it with a tood, you know, <laughs> by the end of the day, I can usually get myself there. And it's better late than never, I feel. Mm-hmm. So, Rach, how do you uh, deal with, you know, when, when you just can't?
1: Yeah, there are some days I just can't. And, you know, laying on the couch and watching a few episodes of stuff tends to help me just kind of get out of that space. Otherwise, I do source for shift. I literally just drag my ass. In fact, I don't even need to drag my ass out of bed to do it. I can just lay there and go, now, what the fuck's that about? Now, what am I feeling? Oh, okay, so what's that about? Why am I feeling that? And then I can pull it apart and then I literally just start clearing the crap and then programming in how I want to feel and then I meditate. And once I've done that, I can completely shift everything. But there are days that I go into resistance in doing that. It doesn't happen anywhere near as often as it used to. Um, but I'll be honest, There's probably at least one day in a month, maybe, where I just, I wake up like that and like, <laughs> fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah. So those are the days where I've got... time and chill out time and distractions. <sighs> yes.
0: Well, I've got, I've got a, a toddler. I've got, so I've got a three-year-old and a seven-year-old who fight over the stupidest. <laughs> I had that. Age with my kids where they're fighting over a dollar store rubber snake. I'm not kidding you. Like fighting, epic, just meltdown cries over this piece of crap. <laughs> I'm like, this? This is what's <laughs> destroying your this life right, right, right now? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> there are just some days where I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope to the higher self. But mm. e- I think that also one of the things that you have to realize is if that's not going to make you happy, and maybe it won't in that moment, meditation might not make you happy. What will? Mm. Go to that. Go to the thing that makes you happy as soon as you can figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. Unless you're just really in a mood. <laughs> There's mm. got to be something that will get you back into alignment with feeling good.
1: Yeah. Right? And I think it's okay, like like... I allow myself every so often that day. If I'm just not going to do, I'm not going to use the tools. Like, no, but tomorrow, not doing this again. So it's like I give myself a little bit of space to just, it's like giving, my space, giving myself space to chuck my tanty. It's like, no, it's not working. Well. And then once I've done that, it's like, okay, all right, I put my big girl pants back on. Let's get this shit done. And sometimes it takes a day. Sometimes I just need. That space, and I tell my clients to do the same thing. Give yourself permission to have, you know, ten minutes, half an hour, half a day to just you want to wallow in it, wallow in it, but give yourself a limit, and then off you go. Keep moving.
0: Absolutely, forward. because they, you know, there's some times where we have the greatest resistance to what is going to make us feel better. <laughs> and then you get on the other side of it, right? Like going for a walk or exercising, um, you might have such resistance to that, and it's not until so you're on the other side of it where you're like, man, I feel so much better. It's like, whoa! I could have had that two hours ago.
1: I (laughs) I wasted two hours. I am still working through my resistance on some exercises, but I am getting there. I am making progress. There you go. There you go. That's so good.
0: Okay. Well, we're at time. Yeah.
1: Thanks for joining us. Thanks for all the love. Thanks for all the comments and the questions. We love you dearly. And if you'd like to... Mm -hmm. Yes, do that one. Mm. (laughs) We'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, that will allow us to get uh, a little bit more kudos and joy. Wait, YouTube? (gasps) You mean iTunes. Oh, crap. YouTube, iTunes, iTunes. (laughs) iTunes. Subscribe to our iTunes iTunes channel. (laughs)
0: We just made that network.
1: we right really like someone one. to follow us. <laughs> I too. <laughs> so whatever words I used, just translate those into iTunes. <laughs> iTunes. Uh, send us some love in iTunes. That means that we can start to create our, uh, our app so that you can access us. And premium content, which we are creating this year, you get that on the app as well.
0: Yes. <laughs> all, all right it's time it's time for Rage to take a break
1: <laughs> it's been a big day watch this space all right until next time relax we got this yes, we do.
0: thanks for listening to the show to learn more about Rage and Therese and all of our awesome offerings go to spiritthenumber4success.com or find us on Facebook in fact, why not join our kick ass and sparkly group, Kick Ass and Sparkly Lady Peneurs Unite? Until next time, relax. We got this.